Live from the 11th annual Hold Their Feet to the Fire event put on by the Federation for American Immigration Reform. And uh, it's great for them to invite us back for our second year in a row of the 11. And uh, let's get right to it. Uh, Rob Law is our guest. He's the Director of Government Relations for the Federation of American Immigration Reform. Rob, it's good to see you, sir. Dan, good to see you. Welcome to the swamp. This is late in the day. Uh, you know, it's early for me, back at 4 o'clock back home, but you've been at this all day. Just one, one, one right after another with us guys. Absolutely, before the sun rises and uh, still going until the sun sets, because right now is an important time for the immigration issue to be front and center, because it's been neglected for way too long during Trump's presidency. Well, unfortunately, it still is. The, the health care debate is unfortunately, uh, you know, sucking all the oxygen out of the room uh, at the moment. And and I agree, it, it's a little frustrating, as it has been for the last eight years. There just isn't any movement. Take, take us a little bit behind the scenes, because our impression is there just doesn't seem to be much of an appetite in Congress to deal with this right now. No, right now Congress is using every excuse in the book to not advance President Trump's immigration agenda. If you see what, they're, what they've been doing over the last six months, it's the same old Republican policy issues. These are not issues that President Trump campaigned on. Right. This is not what got him elected. Are they important? Maybe. Is it something that needs to be addressed or reformed? Possibly. Is it what the American people demanded in November? No. It's the same old career politicians that are tied to the business lobby and the and open borders advocates that have no interest in enforcing our immigration laws. Is there still kind of a state of denial going on here among Congress that they still haven't grasped that this is a really big reason, at least in my mind, why President Trump got elected is to deal with this problem? I would call it defiance, not denial. I think they're well aware, especially the Republican establishment, that this is a winning issue and this is important, but it's not their priority. Most of these guys were here long before President Trump entertained the idea of running for office, right. and they're banking on the fact that they will still be here long after he's gone. Yeah, that's uh, been very frustrating. It's the first thing that happened was you know in the new budget coming for for well not only the rest of this fiscal year but the new one that's coming in September. No money for the border wall. Not the, a single the number one the number one issue that Trump ran on, and there's been no movement at all, and every day we're still hearing the stories about people coming over the border. Absolutely. And you know, the tough rhetoric from the administration has helped slow the flow of illegal immigration, but the only way to have a sustained sealing of the border is through a physical barrier, and all Congress needs to do is fund it. And they're refusing to do it. Yeah. Um this week we did get some good news from the Supreme Court. Uh, on Monday, as they they've now allowed parts of the president's travel ban, uh, I don't know if there's a reason to get too excited about that, other than to say at least it's a step in the right direction, as as small a step as it might be. It certainly is a step in the right direction, and I think it's a real clear example of how it, unfortunate it is that it takes the Supreme Court to step in on an issue that was so clear cut. The immigration laws are very clear that the president can deny the entry of non-citizens on national security grounds for however long he wants. Right. And instead of applying the law, you had activist judges throughout the country and then appellate judges who are supposed to be slightly more removed from that sort of inclination. Yeah, supposed to be. Supposed to be. (laughs) And they, again, continuously rejected President Trump's executive order, not citing any valid law, but it was because of a policy disagreement. And judges are not supposed to be advocating policy from the bench. They're supposed to be neutral arbiters. One of the things that I think President Trump needs to really try to move forward with a rapid pace 
it's kind of a, almost a little bit separate, but he's got to start appointing his own judges. We've got to get some of these liberal judges that have been appointed over the last eight years after the nuclear option. We've got to move some of these, these guys and gals out of the way. That, that would be a big step in the right direction, wouldn't it? Oh, absolutely. Having judges that you know know what their role is in our system of government and apply the law is is important. And there are many vacancies in the federal courts, and President Trump needs to help himself out by nominating these people, and then the Senate can confirm them. Number one uh, issue I think that's been on my immigration list, and I got a big list too, just like just like you guys, uh, the, the sanctuary city. Uh, issue is probably the most frustrating one of all, especially in Reno being in close proximity to the sanctuary city of San Francisco where there has still been nothing resembling satisfaction for Kate Steinle's family. That, that's beyond frustrating for me to have to watch that continue. And they keep doubling down on sanctuary policies. Right, and it's truly an embarrassment that the United States Congress has not been able to reign in sanctuary cities. These are jurisdictions that are openly defying federal law and then they still want to collect federal dollars. That's inconscionable. You have n- no ability to pick and choose which federal laws you want to apply. Yeah. And they want to protect criminal aliens. These are individuals that not only broke our immigration laws, they've then gone on to commit other crimes, usually of the very serious and heinous variety. And it jeopardizes the safety of law-abiding citizens and legal residents because they are the easy targets of criminal aliens. Well, and the speeches that the you know pro- former President Obama made for years and years and years, oh, we're focusing on the criminals, we're going to do this and we're going to do that, there really hasn't been, at least until recently, President Trump is making some movement in that direction uh, with immigration and customs enforcement, but uh, even the criminals weren't being rounded up at all. Oh, sure. Obama was all rhetoric on criminal aliens, and then the actual numbers you know, told a completely different story. Very few individuals were actually detained and removed from the country during the Obama years. It was a complete myth that he was the deporter-in-chief. Yeah, one of the things that's getting uh, a little bit more discussion now, and I think it should, is is the visa program, which I've been in favor of massive reform of for a long, long time. It's been out of control. People come here, they overstay their visas, and it's like we don't care. And we really haven't made much movement on there. Now we're beginning to talk about something I think is really important, merit-based immigration. We have the right to be as selective as we want with who we allow in this country, correct? Absolutely. I, you know, you, you really nailed it on the head because no one has an unfettered right to come to the United States. We yeah. determine who comes and under what terms. The 1965 immigration laws, which set up our chain migration system, are completely backwards. It is based on nepotism. Two-thirds of our one million green cards per year are given to people based on their blood relationship that has no bearing on their skills, their ability to contribute to society, their ability to assimilate into society. It's backwards, and it doesn't serve the national interest. And and many of those people who are already here, let's say, arrived by questionable means in the first place. So it's compounding the issue, the more of this that takes place. Absolutely. It's, uh, you know, illegal behavior begets more illegal behavior. You know, at FAIR, we, we very much believe that the illegal alien community is very rational. They respond to action. If there is inaction by our federal government and a, you know, unwillingness to enforce our laws, they will come, they will stay, and they will take our jobs. We've, we've seen the results of that already, just with the numbers illegally crossing the southern border dropping. 
if for no other reason than President Trump's made it clear that we're not going to put up with this anymore. Oh, it's amazing how effective some tough talk from the president and the attorney general, Jeff Sessions, saying, you're not welcome here, do not come here. Well, they, all of a sudden they realize, is it worth giving those coyotes and the, yeah. you know, the drug guys our, our money to bring us up through the desert? No, it's not. It's no longer worth it because the ability to disappear into the interior is no longer an option. Uh, Rob Laws, our guest, Director of Government Relations for the Federation for American Immigration Reform. In your job, you visit a lot of congressional offices throughout the year. You're constantly visiting and talking to these people. What are they telling you behind the scenes when, you know, the cameras aren't on when you talk to them about these issues? Yeah, so, you know, my job is to really try to talk some sense in, into these members. You know, we've got a handful of guys that are real patriots, and they're always looking out for yeah. the best interests of the American people. But too many people have excuses. They say that they don't have clear direction from the president. And I, I don't know what could be any clearer That's than, a funny one, yeah. exactly, than, than his positions on immigration. You read his published you know, platform from the campaign. You listen to his speech that he gave in Phoenix. There's not a lot of ambivalence there. there there's not. I mean, there's a few minor issues where it's maybe unclear where he stands. Yeah. But everyone knows what Trump's immigration platform is. And Congress is just not interested in doing it. Um, I think there's some danger there for folks up for re-election next year in 2018 if, if there's not some movement on President Trump's agenda. I really believe that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, the American people spoke resoundingly, especially in 2016, that, you know, the blue-collar workers of America are the ones that were left behind in the Obama economy. They are particularly hit hard by mass immigration because they are competing for those jobs, and legal immigrants and guest workers will take those same jobs and be willing to take lower than market wages, and it forces them out. Those people have said, "I want a voice again in my country," and that's what they sent President Obama. They sent President Obama and Hillary Clinton a message and said, "Your position is no longer the position of this country." <laughs> yeah, here's, you're not it. <laughs> here's President Trump, and then you know the, the members of Congress and the Senate. They got to keep their job or or gain a seat. On, on the trust that they would do this. And I think those same people will come out in force in either primaries or the general election if, if Congress has nothing to show for it in two years. That is what's what's unique and different about this year's event here uh, uh, at Hold Their Feet to the Fire versus past years. Where it's not the president that we're concerned about now. It's the rest of them. Oh, absolutely. You know, for, for four years, you know, even longer than that, we've really been playing defense. Yeah. You know, since the, you know, the Gang of Eight in particular was a real assault and that was led by President Obama. But now, you know, we're feeling optimistic. You know, expectations are sky high. You've got a president that's serious about enforcing our immigration laws, but there's only so much he can do on his own. Yeah. Congress has to act, and particularly we need Congress to act in order to have policies that will last longer than the Trump administration. Well, at the very least, the first thing that needed to happen was enforce the law, and at least some steps are being taken by the president and the attorney general to do that, and I'm optimistic on that end, for sure. Um Rob Law, Director of Government Relations for the Federation for American Immigration Reform. Thanks for the time. Glad to have you here. Dan, absolutely. A real pleasure. All right. Let's get to traffic.